0: Hey everyone, it's Michael. Before we begin, want to remind you all to join the new Union Sports Goalkeeping Community, a social media network that reimagines how we engage, educate, and entertain one another. To download free, go to www.theunionsports.com or the Union Community on Apple or Google Play stores. Thanks for making the Union possible, and on with the show. Welcome to Inside D18, presented by Pro GK Academy and the Union Sports. I'm Michael Majid. With me, 99 World Cup winner, Suskia Weber, who's got on spring break. Spring break time for Suskia Weber.
1: I know. Look at that. Now. I start at USC, and then a week later, I'm on spring break. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, uh, and our guest panelist today, guys, uh, I think uh, he's wearing the exact same shirt as me Oh, right let's go. Look at that. Look at how I got it going on. We got the one and only goal line himself, Jesse Goldman, Pitt Women's goalkeeper coach. What's up, dude? It's
2: great to be here. Thanks for having me on again. I don't know why you guys keep asking me, but uh, I appreciate it every time. <laughs> Honestly,
0: dude, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, you just posted yesterday that you've got some Jeopardy... Uh, some whiz Jeopardy knowledge going on. And you're like, that's the reason why they had me on the Look, podcast.
2: I, I don't want to brag. I probably get, you know, like seven or eight questions, right? It's not a, not a big deal, but do you, do you watch Jeopardy? I mean, it it is. I always,
1: I did. I actually oh, yeah. did really well. I did really well last night.
2: Yeah. Wait, did you I, watch I, last
1: night too? I watch Jeopardy every night.
2: It's fun. Oh it's fun. It makes me feel better, a little bit better about myself when I, you know, when I get a handful <laughs> of questions, right? Um, I get most of them wrong, obviously, but um, there but
1: was this one. Right. There was this one time <laughs> I tuned in and I was getting like everything right. I'm not patting myself on the back, and I was so stoked. And I was like, "Whoa!" You know that Rutgers education and I was like all of a sudden um I, I text my friend Jason who watches I was like I'm getting everything right he's like <laughs> he's like Sasuke is the celebrity edition and I was like yeah. oh I, I was like oh that's why and I, I obviously didn't know any of the celebrities that were on I was like oh it's easier okay I got it
2: you know <laughs> they always ask about like Shakespeare and Greek mythology and I'm just like I don't know, and I thought I was was good at at Romeo and Juliet, Hamlet. One of those has got to be right, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I took world myth in college. I was like, oh, I got this, and I'm like, who are these gods? I'm like, what are you talking
2: about? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's frustrating, but it's a fun, fun thirty minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we'll, well, speaking of a fun 30 minutes, this is going to be a fun hour right now, guys, because uh, we've got we got Jesse here because Jesse's obviously been blowing up on the union. If you guys haven't joined the union yet, what are you doing? It's a free social media network. Our first community out there is goalkeeping very near and dear to our heart. Jesse's just been posting some amazing content. So, Jesse, why don't you kind of catch up, everybody, on what, what you've been posting on the union?
2: Yeah, I mean, first, I mean, go join the union just because it, it really is awesome. Um, just because, you know, like, you know what you're going to find on social media, obviously, you you know, you follow friends, coaches, whatever different accounts, but it's like the union is so specific. So, you know, where you can find it. And then the best part is, is that you just like, you can get anything you're looking for. So if you're looking for a training session, you know, you have a ton of, in a ton of world-class coaches that are posting different training footage. Obviously you guys are posting different sound bites, which are amazing to hear. Um, but my main posting is probably, you know, a couple of different workouts, different strength exercises you can do a little bit aside from the gym. I do like to post what I've been doing and, and training with some of the pit women here as well. But um, I mean, it, it, it's just such an awesome app to, to be able to connect as well with coaches and other goalkeepers alike. I mean, it's, you, you have to go find it. It's just so it's the great thing is it's just so specific and yeah. where social media can be just so broad and a whole bunch of just random things. It's, such quality content that's on there.
1: Wow! Can we just use that as can our you know, advertising soundbite? <laughs> I'm like, that was awesome. Yeah.
2: That's in the. That's gonna be in the
0: sizzle reel. It's just gonna be Jesse just going like, just go join the union. Just I go mean, join it,
2: the union. And like, yeah, I mean, the the best part is too it's just the the different groups and the categories, right? So you have like the sports science, the training footage, the match footage, whatever. Thanks, I geez. mean, you have like the nutrition and lifestyle things. Like, there's just so many different things that you can find. And it's the fact that it's so narrowed down is it's great. And I like, cause I like to be organized. I think I'm very organized. So it's like, for me, it's finding those little things are great. It's awesome.
1: Thanks. So, so yeah, <laughs> thanks, Jesse. Thanks,
0: Jesse, for that free plug that we did not ask for in any way whatsoever. That was really awesome. Really appreciate that. Um for some people who might be uh, might be new to you, Jesse. Um, we got obviously some new people from Pro GK Academy who might not be familiar with, with your work and, and you've been obviously on the podcast quite a few times. Why don't you kind of tell them a little bit about goal line and how it kind of you know works hand in hand with what you do with the pit women?
2: Yes, so essentially what goal line is is what I felt like when I started getting into coaching a little bit, strength conditioning was a big interest of mine. So uh, I just, I was just looking for different ways to help goalkeepers. Right. And I think a lot of times too, goalkeepers just get grouped into fitness with the field players and, you know, kind of like preaches to the choir here. If you're a goalkeeper coach, you know, the goalkeeper fitness is completely different than what a field player has to do. Right. We, I mean, goalkeepers cover two to three miles a game. If that it's all just short sprints. Right. So it's just, it, it's so different in the field. Court. So for, for me, when I was getting like into some coaching, you know, I just wanted to find a way to combine both goalkeeping and the strength and conditioning. And so, lo and behold, that's how the goal line came about.
0: It sounds like somebody's really get, getting involved in their strength and conditioning. From what I was hearing in the background, right there, it was like, <laughs> was that someone slamming a medicine ball down yeah. on the ground? What it? is? That? We'll just we'll
1: just go with that. Yeah.
0: We'll go with that. Oh, was that coming from your end, <laughs> 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 Oh yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I can never tell. I can never tell. I mean, it is it is so massively, massively important in regards to the the sports performance side of it uh, when it comes to to coaching. And Suskia, I know, you know, obviously you, you know, being involved in a college game for the last couple of years, you guys all have been working hand in hand with your sports performance coaches to make sure your oh. sessions are catered right.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's a it's just an integral part of, of their training. Um, it has to be. It's not just it's not just on field. It has to be off field. You have to treat the athlete as a whole, um, whether it's to prevent injury, um, and uh, you know, really great quality strength and conditioning trainers will like curtail their workouts per position. Um, and so, I always make sure that I have a conversation with the strength and conditioning coach specifically. For what they need to do for the goalkeepers and what each individual goalkeeper needs, like one might need to focus on more explosion. So, so to be able to to make a specific workout for that is is imperative.
2: Yeah, yeah and I, I, go ahead, just. I was just say like I think you know Soski and I are lucky in the sense that or like we we have the we're surrounded by just an amazing strength conditioning staff I mean I'll speak for Pitt you know it's it's a great staff here I'm sure it's just as just as great at USC right so it's you know it's it's good to and it's easy to to talk to these coaches who understand that these players are performing at you know some of the highest levels and need to perform at the highest level so just being able to talk and communicate with them on what each on what each individual needs is just makes your life and I think their life a lot a lot easier.
0: I was going to say, you know, one thing that, that, that I might think might be a little bit difficult for you, Jess, as somebody that's been involved in sports performance your entire life is, do you ever have a difficulty because maybe you have a difference of opinion from the sports performance people?
2: So, no. So, so, I mean, again, it, I think it's all a conversation. Like we had, we actually, I mean, we have a brand, brand new strength and conditioning coach who just started a couple of weeks ago. Saskia, our old strength and conditioning coach actually just joined angel city as like a, one of the sports scientists. Um, and he was great. Right. And he, understood the game he was involved in the game at a lot of different levels so for me it was you know he understood the difference in demands that a goalkeeper had so i you know i didn't really even need to like try to explain or try to pick his brain and like ask him because you know he already knew so it's more just a conversation to hey you know when can we get some more explosive work in season you know how, right. how can we kind of coordinate it um and our new strength and conditioning coach now you know she was at kentucky for a handful yeah, of years it's so nice. it's like she understands the game as well working you know she was working with men's and women's soccer so she gets the game you know she understands the different demands, so um, you know I've been lucky that I haven't really experienced any difficulties in trying to get the way I want to, You know what goalkeepers need compared to the field players, because um, you know it's just they understand. So for me, it's more just a conversation. To say, hey, I might want to do this, or I might, you know, can we get the goalkeepers to do a little bit of this? And you know, they might just put their own twist on it. So it's it's really easy. You know, I've been lucky. Yeah.
1: I mean, back in the day, first of all, I, you know, the, I think it was I'm old, but back in the day, you know, the same the same strength and conditioning coaches in college were the ones that worked with football and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so here, here I am, like powerlifting and doing like you know Russian bench press, and you know, look, I was jacked and ripped, you know uh was it necessarily the best thing? It's hard to say it wasn't necessarily the best thing for my position because obviously it went on to be successful but I think that nowadays with the, with such a focus on the importance of this this position in uh training for teams, we can find that these these coaches that are working with us have a specialty in it and that when you're in schools like that, it's not the same coach it's not. You know the football coach is working with the soccer, and so on. It's it's, you get more specific um, individuals, and and if they're not open and they don't understand goalkeeping, then you know they need to educate themselves and watch a training session, and then understand that it is just the requirements are totally different.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think, you know, that's that's a really good point that you put there in regards to the requirements are totally different. But Jesse, the requirements are totally different for every goalkeeper too, because every goalkeeper's got different qualities, ev- different strengths and weaknesses. The way you're gonna train me at five foot eight and a quarter, I gotta give myself that quarter, <laughs> it's gonna be very different than
1: you're gonna train
0: <laughs> a six goalkeeper, right? Right. Well, that's yeah, what I was and- saying
1: before. You know, like you need, if, if one of your goalkeepers is lacking in a certain type of explosion and stuff, another one isn't, it's not that they're not going to focus on that, but there might be other limitations as well. They might have slower feet. So how are we going to incorporate that? Like, so go ahead, Jess.
2: (laughs) No, I I think it's all like, I mean, it's all going to be situational. Yes. And then two, it's like, I think the good thing about where I'm lucky is that, you know, I have the strength conditioning coach who can worry about how to train those differences. And I can worry about the on-field stuff to where it's like how I might train, you know, a little bit differently and what what we want to focus on there. But yeah, no, I mean, you're 100% right. Everything is always going to be kind of like that. It depends or very situational and what each goalkeeper and each individual needs for, for that matter.
0: So so let's let's kind of delve into this topic right here because I think there's a lot of fallacies when it comes to these types of topics. You know, people hear buzzwords like weakness, and they they they're they're thinking in a negative connotation. Um, guys, today's topic is going to be uh, using performance training to identify areas of weakness. Jesse, kind of in your words, what is a quote unquote
2: weakness? I mean, essentially, it's a it's a deficiency. It's like right. It's like what aren't you good at? Um, to put it in very simple terms, and I think that's what. I think that's how most people would describe it. Just something, you know, what where's and it's it's almost an area of improvement. If you want to turn it to positive, you know, instead of thinking of it as a weakness, what's an area of improvement? So maybe that is lateral footwork. Maybe that is coordination or, you know, just staying balanced too, right? That's I think that's a big one that gets overlooked is just how, how well a goalkeeper can quickly move side to side and then get balanced and get set, right? So it's, for me, you know, weakness is just an area of, of improvement, and try to focus on that and a lot of it too is i think the goalkeeper before if we're you know before we get into the strength conditioning stuff you know c- can they move well and i think that's the biggest thing is you know how, how do they move you know what's your footwork like are you are you able to quickly get across do you have slow feet like are you slow getting up so you know i think movement is going to be your first priority when when you're looking at at least an older goalkeeper one that's starting to develop a little bit more
1: i totally agree i totally agree and and you know it's not something I think that had, had been in the past emphasized enough. Like, how are you covering this area in this space? And are you balanced? Um, is it's almost like, I always equate it to like a dance. Like it, there isn't, I think we see like, do you ever get the goalkeepers? Like even if they're the younger ones where like, like once again, they take stuff. So like, what's the word I always use um, uh, to heart, but I'll do like a, a, like a 10 yard shuffle. Mm-hmm. Across, right, across right. The goal, you know and and to get into position because goalkeeping you know you shuffle um but but the truth <laughs> is is that you have to highlight the fact that your goalkeepers are athletes and you want an athletic movement into maybe a shuffle into a set position and how fast are you moving are you balanced um you know where's your end point in that and and i think it's so paramount it's so paramount along with the don't worry.
0: There's another another wing being added to Suskia's house right there's now.
1: Apparently. Oh yeah, and that's what's happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Just, I, I, do have a question for you in in regards to that though, because like you know, one of the things that I've I've always kind of thought about when it comes to when it comes to this is that I I, I will see something as a weakness, and and a lot of times, like you, I love what you brought up about growth right there, but a lot of kids here. I'm not good at this. And instead of them thinking about that's a positive because they've got room to grow on, they just shut down and go, well, I'm never going to be able to do that because I'm not good at it.
2: Mm -hmm. Actually. Yeah. It's funny you said that I actually was working with a kid last night. I think it was 2008. So he's like 14. And I was just like, listen, man, you just got to stay a little bit lower in your set position. Like you're coming up a little bit too high, right? That's why shots are getting, you're not getting down quick enough. And he was like, I know, man, I just, you know, I just always done that. and I can't get out of it. I'm like, "Okay, well." this is a good thing, right? It's like, you recognize that it's a problem. So now just, all you have to do is make a conscious effort of it. It was like, look, man, we're in training here. No, one's getting mad at you. Like this really, if a ball goes in, it doesn't matter. Right. But it's just more about, can you fix what you know? Cause you just told me, you know, quote unquote weaknesses. And so it's just like, instead of, again, that's where, you know, training comes in. It's just like, you have to recognize too, right. Instead of, and don't think that you can't change anything, that you can't get better because it's, it's not easy, right? But it's like, you know, just a little bit hard work, conscious effort, and you'll be all right, right? So it's just like, how, you know, I think, but I think, again, think, I think it's the coaching too. It's like, you know, what are, what are coaches willing to do to help you as well? And, you know, instead of saying you're not good at this, you know, how can, okay, you're not good at this, but here's what you can do to get better.
1: See, yeah, I love I mean, the I fact you the-
2: go ahead, Susie.
0: So
1: I had like, I had a conversation, I had a, a goalkeeper that's just setting too wide. So, she, so she can't get that lateral push, um, or movement, you know, that double set too wide, you know, I love that Mike. Um, and you know, it's also, it is in the coach's delivery and, and the explanation of it. And, and, and it's not that, Hey, you know, this is, it's a weakness, but this is what we're going to do repetitively to try to break this, this habit. Um, and it's fixable. Um, So, you know, and this is why. And it's always good to explain to any goalkeeper why. Like, you know, and my explanation was, and I showed her, like, if I set as wide as you're setting, how am I going to get a quick, a quick step into a, into a power dive into even a lateral movement? I can't, you know, and she understood that. And she also has been told that in the past. So now what are you going to do in practice? But we're going to work on this repetitively to try to break that habit.
0: You know, I'm I'm glad you guys are bringing up set stance because this is a really good example in regards to Jesse about how people uh, will naturally gravitate towards um, trying to fix something technically, 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 technically. When in reality, some simple exercise, strength exercises might actually help this technique. And they don't even think about going to that root of it first. They think, oh, well, you just have to technically do it this way, do it this way. But their body physically can't do it.
2: Yeah, I mean it- – it's essentially you're training the brain, brain to muscle too, right? So, you know, muscle memory is, is something it's real, right? You just do something over and over again, eventually, you know, it becomes a habit, right? That, that's how you train the brain. It's, you know, it's the power of habit, right? You just keep doing something over and over again. It'll, it'll audit, like your brain will fix itself. Right. And then it'll tell your you know, the mind muscle it'll, it's body's crazy, but it's like, you know, it, it, it always works to find the, the path of least resistance. Right. So it's like the more you do something, the more you train your brain to tell your body to do, X, Y, and Z, you know, the, the more natural and the easier it comes. Yeah.
0: Suski, I got a question for you. Do you think that a lot of the coaches, the reason that they, they immediately go to a technical and a tactical explanation, why a player is having a deficiency because it's just easier because they're, they're just more familiar with that area than thinking about physical.
1: I do th- I don't think enough. I don't think coaches that do that really maybe understand the physical. You know, like I think, like I said, in your explanation, like you have to break down like it, it is a science in a way. And so you have to break down. Is this person doing this physically? Like what are you know, what leads up to that? Is their footwork not properly? That's why they're they're doing this movement the wrong way or double setting too wide or, you know, everything. And you have to, as a coach, be able to break down the individual physical Part of it, it's not just about positioning. It's not just about tactical and technical. It's physical. Um, And so you have to educate yourself, and you really have to step back and look at what the goalkeeper is doing physically. You have to.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, you just brought up a really good point in regards to that is that it's like an all encompassing type of thing. You know, Jesse, right. It's like it's not like it's not one part. It's not the technical. It's not just the tactical. It's not just the physical. It's got to be all three. So when you're like designing your sessions, you have to take those all into account when you're putting the session design together.
2: Yeah, it, I think, too, to be a proficient mover, you have to do things separately from goalkeeping. Right. You just have to kind of you have to train. I mean, keep the same movements. Right. If you want to train, uh, if you want to just get better at accelerating, right. Just work on a pure acceleration. You know, you have to kind of train the movement first and then slowly start to build it into goalkeeping. Because I think because it's it's stuff right? you see it a lot in training, you know, when you have somebody when you when you're explaining a drill, a lot of times they're more focused on just making the save other than, you know, over how they're moving and what, you know, what they're actually doing to put themselves in the right position to make that safe. So I think a lot of it too, is, you know, just training the movements outside of goalkeeping before just throwing them in and trying to fix it. Cause like, you know, like you said, it's like, you can coaches are focusing on the technical and tactical side of things, but it's really, you know, maybe the physical that's either putting them in a good position or putting them in a bad position. And, you know, that I think that's where it starts as a goalkeeper. That's where the first breakdown starts.
0: Yeah, you know, and and I and I think you know another thing too is that like when we when we look at this, we have to look at everything as like everything's always and everything's fluid, right? Everything's fluid, right, Susky, Everything's fluid. It's not it's not A B to C is it's going to happen? Like sometimes it's going to be A to C back to A again, you know, as kids are developing, as 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 young young players, you know, are are, are moving up levels and things like that, right?
1: yeah that's another
0: one of your rhetorical questions
1: gosh darn it i was trying to lead into a, i was trying to lead into a question and then i started answering
0: it oh my it's God. Okay. Oh my. hey at least there's not at least there's not any hammering going on right yeah.
1: now at least know. Not any, you
0: know what that reminded really, me like, of go ahead
1: i'm like really quick no i'm like oh, answer me a question because there's no hammering okay. oh okay <laughs> no i'm
0: okay. just kidding okay um no, no, no. I, I was just going to say it reminded me of when we were in Chicago. Suskia wasn't there yet, um, but Omar and I, we were in Chicago uh, at the convention, and there was a boat show taking place. So they were taking down the United Soccer Coaches, um, the, you know, Soccer Expo area or whatever, while we were still doing the podcast to get ready for the boat show. So we're doing the podcast right there, and you're just here, mm! <laughs> Yep. Mm. Hey, I need a coffee over here. Coffee. Got
1: okay. you.
0: And that was the uh, that was the podcast. So anyway, if anyone wants to go back and listen to that one, Jesse, we we I actually no, we didn't meet at that one. We went in
2: Baltimore. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um <clears throat> All right. I want to do this. I want to put, pull up some clips right out here of uh, of Cat Robinson, goalkeeper uh, who was at Pitt. Last year, I want to sh- showcase some of her saves right here. And then Jesse's going to kind of break down kind of how some of these movements, how you kind of would develop sessions for these. So I'm going to do this right here. If everyone can see desktop, I'm talking it out. All right.
2: <laughs> and, and again,
0: Gordon. Whoa, whoop, whoops! whoa, Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's kind of watch some of these right here. And let's uh, kind of just get like, we'll do like reaction videos where we go like, ooh, ah. Yeah. Okay,
2: <laughs> All right.
0: Oh look at that save! Save scary.
2: Right. preserve the shutout too. Her last game actually. Uh, that, that was her last game as a too. Panther. So it's it was nice to see. Oh wow,
0: strong hands. I'm not gonna lie.
2: I'm she crazy. she was you know if any other conference other than ACC, I think you know she would have been an all conference player. But unfortunately, she was dealing with some of the best goalkeepers in the country. So you know, obviously, she wasn't selected. But you know, not in my biased opinion, she was you know a one of the top top goalkeepers in the ACC this year
1: nice
0: so, so so let's do this right here so I just showed you three scenarios that were very similar in regards to the final action right <clears throat> obviously the obviously the setups to the final action were a little bit different but the final action and I'm going to stop it at the final action of this last one right of this first one right here boom right here okay hmm. Jesse why don't you break down from a movement standpoint what's going on here
2: yeah well, can I actually? Can you go before the final action? Even before Absolutely. that, too, because there's For sure. there's even something that you know. I, again, I think it's overlooked as well, and so it's like in your set position. So as this, you want to play like right now. So as she's getting ready to shoot, right? She's in a set position. So now we're talking. You know, you're you're putting a lot of stress, and again speaking like the strength conditioning terms it's like the iso hold like this is imagine like doing just a squat in the in that bottom portion and just holding there because that's that's what you're doing right now right so that's something that you are able to train right you can you don't necessarily need weight but you could hold that bottom position of a squat let's say or hold dumbbells down at your side and again you're just putting a lot of pressure and a lot of weight on your quads and your glutes in that area and that'll that'll build some endurance too to help you Stay more powerful and then go ahead. Now you can play it. Yep.
0: Okay. How far? But
2: I mean, you stop. can right hear okay. it.
0: Okay. okay. Right here.
1: But my comment what okay. I like is even though you're in that position, and here's what's quality about this is, you know, she's in the position, she's in proper position for if that was to be a first time shot from the top of the um, D. Uh, Which, by the way, I never knew the reason it was called a D was because this is in the shape of a D, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) I just figured that one out a while ago. You've been
0: playing soccer for how many years? (laughs) I know.
1: I I was like, oh, because I was calling it the top of the arc. And they're like, what the hell is an arc? And I was like, oh, okay, I get it.
0: Like basketball. Anyway,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> so, but what I like is even though holding that position with all that load on both legs, she still has the light footedness to once this ball is passed into the top of the eighteen, take that pre stretch forward and reset,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and make yep, that yeah. quick transition from load to to reload into another set position. A little bit, cl- uh, and she needs to step forward and see the foot the footwork. It's great.
0: Yeah. I was just noticing that That, pre-stretch right there. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: But it was from pre-stretch to a new pre-stretch because the the micro movement was called for because, because of the change of of distance with the ball and the pass and, and then being able to load once, load twice, and then still get off this nice save. is great.
0: So, so Jesse, so again, now we're, now we're talking about the actual movement right here. So obviously, like you were saying, and I love the fact that you brought up the fact that everything starts with the set from a movement standpoint too. So when we're talking about building – because I think, I think that's a really – I wasn't even thinking about that before. But like when, when we start developing exercises for goalkeepers in the gym – We have to think about not just the the actual movement action, but the action prior to that action. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And the action after it as well. I mean, you see a lot of goalkeepers that might get into the first position that she was in with that load and get stuck in cement um, and be, be a split second behind the new, the new positioning and, and that's being flat footed. That's not being um, agile. And so to be able to make those little adjustments with still being able to do another squat in a sense, to get your to get that explosion to make this tip is key.
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So, so here it's just like, you know, the, now you're just working your basic single leg explosiveness type of stuff, type of plyos, something you can do and especially too what's important is that lat shoulder mobility too because I mean, she's fully stretched there. Right? If you don't have that range of motion too and to get your arm over, which I definitely don't have that range of motion right now, right? So that's why it's so important to really just have that move that um the that movement to be able to go in with your lats and shoulders um, to make, to be able to make that save and get your arm up there. Um, But yeah, I mean, even the push though, it's just like, you know, she's pushing off the inside of her right to take off with the outside of her left. And then again, use that right hand over arm save.
1: And a lot of times you see young goalkeepers, that'll just slap at that ball and, you know, might slap it into the top of the net, but to get that explosion and push and power through it with the outside hand, that's what sends it up and over. See that, ex-
0: that boom, that explosion. Here's a, here's a, actually a comment right here from, from Bruno right here. This is actually a really good comment. Bruno Fonte Martins says the recovery movement to the center was key to make that save. Good analysis. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Uh, <laughs>
0: But but I but I I didn't even think about that, Jesse, in regards to recovery movements or something. In regards to when we're out of position and we have to quickly get into position, is something we really do have to work on yeah, being I mean, able to train our body to do.
2: Because it's like when when teams are on the attacking third and you're in that position, position, it's like you have to essentially train to have a lot of muscular endurance in your quads mm-hmm. and glutes there because you're just constantly in there. And you know, to be able to explode out of that too, because you know it's it's easy to, to to do a counter movement, right, to drop down and jump up as quick as you can, but it's very hard to hold in that position and then explode forward because now Mm -hmm. your muscles are getting tired. So it's a lot harder to do. So, but it's something that's very easily, easily trained or can be easily trained. Yeah.
0: So let's walk through, this is another scenario. By the way, her wrists must be like, 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 you know, cement. I don't know how, how she's able to parry the ball with such power and everything. Because
1: it's through her explosion, Mike, because you're not, this is what I'm saying. You're not just slapping at the ball with your upper body, with just your arm, your upper body. You're using your leg strength and everything to power through the ball your your explosion comes through your legs through your chest and everything which makes that such a powerful parry and powerful movement thanks eric <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that Jesse? is that something you guys worked on all all, all season
2: said so what the like the power movement the, 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 movement? the
0: power movement yeah getting so, all that all that body weight behind that arm so, to make that make, make that movement so,
2: you know, with, with Kat, it was it was an interesting year. Um, so she she actually just came back before I came in. She came back from like a really serious back injury. So a lot of the season, it was actually more just a lot of maintenance for her because, you know, we didn't want to kind of flare up the back and she was dealing with a quad injury a lot of the season. So we didn't do a lot of power movements. And then obviously, you know, as you guys know, with the demands of the college soccer season, the Thursday, Sunday, you know, then we're off Monday. Tuesday we're back in, you know, we'll do a little bit of handling footwork and then Wednesday's a little bit lighter day anyway. So, you know, this is all just credit to Kat and, and the hard work that she's put in, in her four years at Pitt to, you know, be able to grow and develop as a goalkeeper to make these saves, you know, because again, like I said, we didn't do much power, power diving in, in training.
1: Oh, I hate power diving. I don't do much either. Um, uh, trust me. <laughs> it's like you'll be because all the goalkeepers, I like, hate you by the time they're 30. Yeah. Um, um, what I love about the save is also the two is that she gets two hands over. And mm-hmm. again, this comes back to that energy that goes through your body. If you're just go, if you go with two hands, even if the save ends up being with one hand, you still get that power and that energy going through your body through the ball. And that's why she gets such a, a giant parry on this. And why you said, Mike, wow, what a strong hand but it's because of where that momentum's coming from through her body and, and her position and her positioning.
2: This could be a little overanalyzing, but I like doing it. So like her <laughs> step like her step position is like, you know, she has the, she's tall, but she keeps a relatively narrow base. So now like in her step position, that step is that perfect step where it's not too wide. It's not too far mm-hmm. forward. You know, it's that right outside the shoulder width to get the, the maximum push. And I think a lot of times too, it's like, we see goalkeepers that will either take, like a kind of too big of a step. So now you're outside your shoulders and then it's a little bit harder to, to get all the power. And guy. that's
1: what I, exactly what I was talking about before was that like, I you know, have a goalkeeper that's setting too wide, too outside right. of that range. And so you're not going to get that push. You're not going to get that power to the ball. And sometimes not even going to get there.
2: 100%. Yeah. What, what I always do with that is I just tell them to like get in their set position where, you know, it's their legs outside their shoulders. I say, okay, just try to jump. And they'll yeah. jump. And then I say, okay, now bring your feet in shoulder width apart and now jump. And I'm like, okay, well, which one feels better? And they're like, oh, shoulder yeah. width is it? Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I, w- I want to do this, Jesse. I want to I show because I love what you were just saying in regards to both of you all in regards to the arms and getting both arms across and everything like that. So I want to share this. I'm going to take this off the screen for a second. We're going to come back here. And I want to share. Where is it? Aha. Here we go. The video uses a unique codec that your browser doesn't support. Oh, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> you got to be kidding I me! Told Seriously,
1: you, told you, told you.
0: That is so annoying. Follow these steps to convert it to a support. Oh, no, don't code. do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> just,
1: t- just talk about it, or go back oh, to the. the um... Jesse, you
0: can share it on your end, maybe, but the, the, the medicine ball. Show, show the medicine ball video, with the medicine ball activities. Well,
1: he might not. Have oh, okay. It, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I can hold my phone up. If that helps. Well,
0: well, is it on your computer or not? It's, it's on, not our, on it's my not computer on, now. Uh, it's, it's not on your computer.
1: Let's just talk about it. <laughs> All right, let's just
0: talk about it. So, what are these medicine ball activities? How about this, I, you guys? If you want to check them out, go to the union right now and check them out. Well, maybe after the I podcast, actually, so. I actually
2: don't think I posted this one yet. But okay, go to the, the union the, after Justin posted. Yeah. Oh, this one. This one. That this this
1: one. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, these, for me, it was just like these are just more. Single leg exercise to help build strength in, in that kind of set position. It's not, I'm not as low as I should be, but again, you're working on ankle strength, knee, you know, just stabilizing the knee, getting the hips and quads engaged a little bit. But you're also doing a little bit of hand-eye coordination stuff and strengthening the forearms too. Um and again, that will help when you get shots like the one we just saw against Quake Forest or that Cat made. It's like you know, having that strong wrist will, you know, will easily get that ball extended when you need it. But yeah, again, here, it's just like, you know, different things with the, I think it's like an eight pound medicine ball, but so something crazy, but again, I'm working uh, a little bit of hand-eye coordination, just a little bit of stability that all kind of build strength. And technically it's a little bit of injury prehab too, as well, just doing a little bit of, you know, again, ankle because the ankles are huge. Ankles are, it, it starts with the feet. So just str- making sure you have good ankle strength will keep you a little bit healthy and then just light rotation to help with the hips as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know it's funny because all those—it's so funny because if we go back now, if we go back to the uh, to the video right here, and we look at all of that came into play in this one action right here. Yeah, all of this comes into play in one action. We're talking about, and even the balancing off of one leg, boom right there, and then the twist of the body right there for safety. I think this is a really good point that I, I think a lot of young goalkeepers don't don't take into account that a lot of sports performance work isn't just about being a better athlete and, and being, you know, more successful. It's about staying healthy and not mm. getting injured.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I think that, you know, with a lot of the stuff you're doing that you guys just saw in the, um, with the med ball, I mean, you're also looking at balance. You're also looking at core stability and core strength and everything. And I think, you know, yes, Mike, you're 100% right. You can see all of that in the movement there and the strength.
0: I want to, so I want to play this clip right here. Yeah. So again, similar motion, different distance, different angle, all these things kind of come into play. Jesse, do you kind of want to break down what happens here?
2: Yeah. I mean, again, I think we're looking, Oh man, force state's good by the way. Um,
1: uh, did you beat them though?
2: Uh, we did not beat them. No, this was a, it was a rough game. So. <laughs> um, but regardless, I mean, again, kind of a good game here. So it's again, you're just following along. You know, she's in that loaded set position. She's getting ready. And again, too, it's like it, it looks like she's getting ready to shift her weight as well. And that's something too. Again, I think this gets gets overlooked is like how quickly you can kind of just shift weight back and forth. Um, here it, it's almost it's a lefty cutting in. She's probably going far post. And I think Kat knows that she gets a good read. And again, you know, you see her right leg starting to bend, so she's starting to get get ready, get engaged and, and make a big push. But again, it's, you know, it's a lot of the, the mobility in her lat and her shoulder that's allowing her to, to make that extension.
0: Yeah. What I love about this is that, is that she gets, she gets so much power behind these that she always mm-hmm. steers them into good areas. Yeah. I just want a lot of young kids to hear that is that yeah. if you want to, if you have trouble steering the ball into good areas, if you work on that, if you work on that strength, it's going to help you. It's going to help you. And and you're going to start recognizing that you're putting yourself in a more advantageous situation for the recovery movement after.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, cause if you're not going to catch the ball, <laughs> it's gotta, it's gotta go somewhere to safety. And we see way too many keepers that don't get that power and strength and mobility behind this kind of a save. And it gets knocked down right in front of them or put into a bad situation. So if you're not going to catch it, it's got to be cleared.
2: And understand too, it's like a lot of it too. While doing doing a lot of this exercise, it's body control, right? To be able to to dive, to push, to direct all in one motion, it, it it's really hard to do. Right? A lot of the a lot of top goalkeepers make it look so easy, but when you when you really break it down to have that much body control in the air, to be able to push off one leg, to extend fully. And then also you need to land without hurting yourself, right? That's a lot of body control and it's a lot of just core strength and being able to, and recognizing too. And it takes a lot of practice, obviously, but just getting comfortable hitting the ground and getting used to kind of moving side to side and then making that save. It's, it's wild when you really think about it. Yeah, it's
0: true. So I got a question for you as as somebody who's been in the college game for the last few years, when you've identified something, maybe it's, Uh, You've been seeing a trend in games and you start watching the film analysis and you start recognizing, okay, this is a deficiency. How do you, how do you broach going to the strength department and saying, this is what so-and-so I'm seeing with so-and-so. What do you think? How should we deal with this?
1: No, it's exactly that way. You just, okay. you know, you, you sit down with the strength and conditioning coach and you, you're like, this is where so-and-so is, is deficient, like whether it's her explosion, her footwork or whatever. What can we design like specifically for this individual to, to focus on this and highlight? So they're not just doing a, a blanket training session, but it's actually tailored to their deficiencies. Um, and you have to take the time to do that.
0: See, I see, I, I, have a, I have a question about that, Jesse, because obviously when you're talking about a group environment, when you're talking about your goalkeeper training environment and Ben Dragovan brought this up last week, he says, he says I'm a sports performance coach, but I'm also a goalkeeper coach. And I try to keep the two separate because if I tried to do the sports performance work with in the goalkeeper training, it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to work. Do you agree?
2: hundred percent. It's a, okay. it's a very slippery slope. I think that we overcomplicate and it doesn't need to be overcomplicated, yeah. right? Like just keep them separate, just keep them separate. And like, you know, I saw a video a couple weeks ago and I'm not going to say who or what, but you know, these, these professional goalkeepers are lifting weights or they're doing squats and trap our deadlifts and then diving and making a save. And I'm just like, it's just, I, I, you know, if it were and like the strength coach too was had, had an idea with it. And I'm, I'm just trying to understand. It's like, this is a preseason they're, you know, the pro goalies, you got to assume they're doing it they're already getting this type of work out of it. Like right. why not just focus on goalkeeping? It's like, and I, and I'm trying to understand and I just want to understand, like, again, context is everything, but
1: yeah, I don't and know if there
2: was context in that. I'm just like, just, you get like, you can get a good and a very solid 25 minute workout of everything you need and then go train. And now you're, now your body's prepped for that session as it is. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, yeah.
1: I would, the, it's, that would be ridiculous. Like, you know, and I've seen some of those where they're like lifting weights or something and then like break uh, breakaway safe or something. <laughs> and I think, I think that, I think also the problem with that is just the different load it puts on your muscles. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, you have to be loose and agile when you're doing certain, when you're doing things in the goal and to be doing a strength conditioning program and then getting into the goal and mixing that up. Um, it, it has to be kept separate
2: and you're and think about how tiring a goalkeeper session is it's like yeah. why not just like you're going to get there it's just i th- in my opinion you're just asking for an injury to to absolutely if you're trap bar deadlifting you know 200 pounds and then trying to worry about the save your focus is not the trap bar deadlifting it's how quickly can i get out of this trap bar deadlifting go make a save and i think you're just asking for an injury there it's just why not you can separate these things and it doesn't like i don't like the in it, it, no, that, I, agree. Me, it just, I just don't understand and
1: I can honestly well, say I've never ever done both at the same time. <laughs> for me,
0: I've, I've, what I've seen is what I've seen is, and 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 I think it's a cultural thing too. But I've seen in some parts of the world where they'll do a lot of like plyometric stability wall work type of stuff, and then they'll go immediately into a into a final action save.
2: Mm. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I, again, I think context is everything. It's just I just I I don't understand. I like for me, it's you know you can. There's just a lot of, you know. I guess there's many ways to skin a cat, but for me, it's like just keep it simple. Like there's a lot that you can get the performance side of things done much better, much more, you know, in a proper way, and then go train. Because if you're doing like, like you don't need an hour training session for these pro, you know, high-level goalkeepers anyway. You really, in my opinion, need 45 very sharp minutes because they're going to push themselves for that 45 minutes. So why not just do 20 to 25 minutes of a more than like active warm-up ish but getting in all the like you know if you want to do plyometrics, if you want to do more speed stuff you can do that you know with the 20-minute quote-unquote warm-up now you have them for 40 minutes and now they now they can focus on just goalkeeping instead of okay now i need to worry about my technique and form here and then i need to jump over hurdle and then i need to go through cones like it just it's so much on the brain well, well in, I- in, in you're, now you're fat that's a nervous system too like all like all that stuff plays into the central nervous system. Like doing all these heavy lifts plays it, it tires the nervous system out so much. And then having to go like do all these diving saves. Like, I mean, you're just, you got to be gassed, like just mentally, physically after a session like that.
0: Well, you mean just like playing devil's advocate right here, you know, Suski, you know, you were involved in the youth game. I was involved in the youth game. Did you ever come across a scenario where the coach was asking you to do things like plyometrics or, or whatever in goalkeeper training because they said, well, the my goalkeepers need this. So this is what I want you to do with them. No, no. Okay. It <laughs> was, no, was just me who no. came across that. Okay. Got it. Okay.
1: No. but it, And if I, somebody I, did say that to me, I'd be like, well, no. And I'm going to explain to you why. And, you know, and, and I can, if, if they need something that off the field would involve them doing plyos, doing this and that and the other, then I can incorporate the thought behind that, what the final action would be in their goalkeeper session um, and in the, the training that we do to focus on it in a, in a goalkeeping way, in a, in a goalkeeping dynamic way. And then off the field, they can work on, you know, um, their lifting, their plyos their, and stuff like that. Does that make sense?
0: no that makes perfect sense because like yeah. is jesse is that's is that something you've done because obviously you understand the movement and you go have you gone like okay i see the exercises you're doing in the gym i'm not going to do that at training but i want to replicate those same movements in a goalkeeper <laughs> session
2: yeah i mean again too it's all it's all going to depend on what, what else these goalkeepers are doing outside of training like right okay. now we're in spring so it's you know, the, the girls are lifting three days a week and
1: right.
2: it's that's a lot on the body. So it's like I don't need to really do much else because if we're training five days a week, lifting three days a week like that, that's a ton of load that they're already getting on their yep. body. So it's like, why, like, why do I need it? Like, all I want to see them do is just warm up, do a dynamic warm up, get some strength, change of direction, you know, maybe some light acceleration, some light plows where they're just prepping the ankles essentially. But it's, you know, I'm not going to do anything right now because I know they're getting that same stimulus outside of training in, in the fall, it's a little different, right? Cause again, it's games now and you're only, we're only lifting maybe one, maybe two days a week. And now you're talking maybe the two and the three and the four aren't getting the same stimulus that the starter is getting because they're not playing. So then you can, you know, adjust with them. Maybe talk again with your coach. It's like, okay, well, they're not playing as much. They can go a little bit harder in the weight room. We can do something, you know, on the field with them, something that's a little bit more, you know, still explosive, but a little bit less strenuous on the body.
0: Yeah. I, do you guys are you guys cool with me pulling up some more movements of cat right here? These are yeah, different bro. types of movements, and so I want to kind of share. Um, so let's kind of just kind of walk through some of these similar movements again here. Okay, not a, the most exciting clip, but the reason I brought this up here is because I wanted to show the balance and then the handling yeah. because that was pretty hit, pretty well hit header. It's a nice header, yeah, yeah, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: simple claim. And you see the momentum, a lot of young kids wouldn't have held on to that, they would have just toss it away
2: right you know I, I, this is a really good save right it doesn't look like anything special but to get kind of like a snap header from the 12 especially you know she's running almost full speed and you know just to be able to balance and get the hands up and calmly catch the ball it's like you know that, that's again credit to Kat and how she's developed because you know it looks easy but you know that's a lot for the body to, to be able to do and just balance and set and react all at all at the same time
1: I think also what goes was unnoticed here and it is a great save, and I see it as this. A lot of young goalkeepers would follow this cross, and they mm-hmm. would arrive at that position there when the ball's being headed. Um, instead, she immediately knows where this ball is going to land. She gets into position and set early. And now it's an easy, it's what we consider an easy save, but that's the work that goes in before the save now. And you understand what I mean, Mike, by like, yeah, it's, it's following that cross. Okay. Now I'm setting, the ball's getting hit at the same time. So now you're behind it. Sorry, you guys. So her getting into position early and ready, like now it's like, okay, thanks.
2: Another thing too, love- it's, and it's good about the clips that you're bringing up and I know you didn't do this on purpose, but Going going to the mental side of things and the mental focus, right? It's you know it's two two getting late in the game here. They actually we were actually I think up two nothing or two to one and they came back, right? So it's just also understanding the moment too and just being able to focus and you know get your get your body to work and you know the Wake Forest that was an early shot that could have been a goal and North Carolina State game, you know preserving the shutout late in the game and Florida State was a first minute you know first minute and a half making a big save like that. So um, understanding the moment too, I think is big and. Just, the, and that, again, too, so you can you can train that outside, outside the field in strength and strength conditioning by just training the muscles to be able to react and staying focused.
0: I, I want to pause it right here because this handling, in my opinion, is really really quality, and I, I want a lot of young goalkeepers to see this. And Jesse, I'd love for you to talk about how, from a from a performance standpoint, what exercises you can do to to do this. But she follows that ball and she handles it very well. Where she makes that pocket and stays focused the entire time until she's got full control of the ball right there. You know, what, 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 what can young goalkeepers do to help them here? Because I, a lot of times, you know, goalkeeper coaches say, Oh, it's all mental. This, you -hmm. know, they freak out, they freak out. They can't control They can't catch the ball.
2: Yeah. So if you don't mind just heading back towards the beginning of the cross right here, right? So yeah, so right here, right. So now you're in a set position. So, something as simple as starting in a set position and again making sure you're set and you're And you know again just going back to i was working with goalkeepers last night on you know, at the beginning of each drill, I'm like you need to make sure you set and pause stop completely because why because that's what the game is right you stop and you start very quickly so again starting in a set position just really emphasizing it, that push off on the inside of the foot right? so as that ball gets crossed right so it's just simple you know push off the right so if you want to rewind like a tad bit and it's going to be very intricate right but she's again see that the shin angle of the of the right leg here pushing to where she's need needing to go right that left leg gets loaded that right leg so now you're pushing off the inside of that foot there to help you really get that movement again something like a skater jump like one of the videos i sent you and that one is posted on on the union um but doing skater jumps right because you're always working the inside push that gets you from uh, place to place a little bit quicker and again now we're just pushing off the, the other way so again just working pushing the off the inside of the foot one way pause go back the other way and again just but it, it's all about the intent right that's it if you do it with full intent knowing i'm trying to push as hard as i can push the ground away get to the spot that i need to get to the spot and then come back that's how you get better right just going through the motions in this doesn't really get you better but if you do it with intent and max effort you're gonna get a little bit faster and that you know split second half second is is all it takes.
0: Yeah. Saskia, anything you want to add? You're on mute.
1: I think another thing that's key about this is, like you said, getting to the right position. Okay, you'll see a lot of goalkeepers in this that might come off, their like make that movement. Oh, am I coming for it? But the it's the immediate acknowledgement that I have to the, do the proper drop step here to get into the right position. Because if she comes off at the wrong angle, then sets, then it's over. It could be over her head and in the goal you know, Mm -hmm. but that drop set into the proper position into the proper angle makes this an easy save. And again, we say it's an easy save, but that's because everything is done properly. And that's what we want as a goalkeeper. You don't want to have to make crazy flamboyant mm. saves because you're out of position right. and because your footwork and your movement's not right mm. so and i say to a lot of goalkeepers like let's say the goalkeeper did come at the wrong position but made some great like flying over the head tip over the bar and i'm like hey if you think he drops that properly you could have just stayed on your feet and caught it right, you know right. What you mean? That, yeah
2: looks cool and no one's you know, gonna realize yeah. that what did they yeah.
1: always say they would say at ucla um the only person that's clapping about that saves are your parents and Stan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it looks great, but it was un it's unnecessary because your positioning is wrong and-, and the way you mm-hmm. handled it. So you gotta get the work in in between um to make a save like that.
0: Jesse, uh why don't you talk a little bit about those those skater slides that you you were talking about? Because I think I that's a really good slides. exercise. <laughs> you
1: do?
2: Yeah, I mean so there's so much <laughs> goalkeeping is just moving side to side, right? So it's um for me it's you know skate the skater jumps are I mean you're really just pushing off one leg, pushing mm-hmm. off the inside of the foot, trying to cover as much ground as you can just laterally, really. And then there's just a whole bunch of different ways that you can do it again. Check it out on you. The there's give you guys 10 different ways yeah. to to kind of improve that. And but again, it, it's all going to be about intent and how you do it and how how hard you're pushing into the ground because yes that does matter. Yeah. Um but you know I mean for me in my opinion those are you know my favorite probably top two favorite plyometric exercises to do for goalkeepers just because it's, it's a movement that'll help you get and increase that lateral explosiveness.
1: I just Hold hate them because I'm old and my knees hurt.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, now, when I was filming, I was like, this stinks. Like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I mean, I was you know? But,
0: Speaking of working hard, there's, there's a comment from, from Bruno again. He goes, I've coached two American female goalkeepers this season in Portugal and they love to push their bodies to the limits. I didn't know it was possible. Americans are machines.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Bruno. <laughs> oh, I love man. that. Well we, we we've
0: we've been work we've been working hard. We've been working hard. And uh, we've been working hard both on both on the on the women's side and in the men's side. We're mm-hmm. trying to push ourselves too. Trying to get trying to catch up to the women. As much there you as we go. Can. There you go. <laughs> We're trying to trying to catch up to the women. Um I, I got I got a question, uh Jess, because uh you know, one thing that kind of comes into play when it comes to weakness versus injury. Because I think a lot of times people misidentify a weakness as as an injury and sometimes an injury as a as a weakness. Is that something you've noticed?
2: Um when we're talking injuries, I would probably just say I, I, I can't answer that. Just so, like, if, like, I'll, 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 like, go to the trainer. We have a great training staff as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, talk to, your, okay. talk to yeah. your training coach, talk to the trainer. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it's becoming a weakness because, yes, there is some type of, you know, injury again. Maybe your quad's a little bit tighter than it should be. Maybe your hamstrings a little bit tighter. So now we're not yeah. moving as quick. Right. So, but again, like, I'm not going to sit here and diagnose you and say, hey, yeah, you have a, you know, torn quad, you have a pulled ham. Hey. Something's bothering you. Go, go to the trainer, right? Just oh, I just, I, I didn't mean
0: for you to identify. Right. It. I mean, I mean, like you know, as in, like I I've noticed it before that I've been like, oh, so and sos not very good at blah blah blah, and then it turns out they go into the doctor and it had they had this issue going oh, okay, on, and I had yeah. not recognized that. Hmm. Am I, I stumping it, you is, here? Or this is jumping you know, mean, here. Like, well, is what is? Isn't that, is conversa-
2: isn't that a conversation for the goalkeeper and you to be like, for her to say like, okay. okay, well, maybe um, you know, this is this has been bothering me, so this is why I'm not as. You know, mobile or not as quick. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. They Absolutely, do that. and
1: if they, and if they have seen the trainer, it's a conversation for the trainer to talk to you about. Well, hey, you know, so and so was in with the in the training room yesterday. This is bothering her. The quads bothering her, and um, so her lateral or explosiveness might be a little light or maybe take it easy on this. And, you know, and then it's a conversation with the goalkeeper. Like, what can you do? Just be honest with me and stuff. So.
2: Right. And yeah, again, this communication to the staff, like if, if they're training, I'm going to expect her, you know, they're going to give me a hundred percent and the trainer's Mm going to be like, Hey, she's actually, you know, a little bit sore. So it's like this, you know, you can limit your expectations a little bit. So now, you know, but it's like, if, if you're not going to the trainer, you know, if you're not, communicating you know to x y and z to a b and c whoever you need to talk to it's like you know my expectations are going to be very high for you and so it's like yeah
1: yeah the last thing we ever want to hear is oh well you know i did this because i start i came into practice with x y and z wrong and us Mm -hmm. not knowing it and and putting together a session that exacerbated an injury that we didn't know about
2: yeah
0: i I think you guys Okay. No, but I think you all have brought up a really big issue. And I mean, this is a, this is a, I mean, a, a, something we're not going to solve in one podcast and, and, and time for another podcast, but, but is that, you know, the discrepancy between the college game and the youth game in regards to the fact from a resources standpoint, you know, I mean, in, in, in we really do need to get to a point in the club where there, there is some, at least even if it's not at the actual club, but a relationship with something nearby where there's communication between medical, Sports performance, the coach, all of that, so that these kids are having a, a proper support system behind them. So,
2: yeah, anyway, I mean, so I, I'm very, I'm course. very spoiled to to have this experience, and, I, and like I completely understand to you know have a great strength and conditioning coach, a trainer, who, and then a great again, you know, other coaching staff too to really understand everything and help bring it together. It, it, you know, it's for me, I'm spoiled because it, it makes my life so much easier. Now I don't have to overthink anything. And you know, our trainer was, hey, she's a little sore, she's a little banged up, strength and conditioning, yeah she did well in the weight room, you know, if she's feeling a little fatigued. It's for me, it, it, it becomes a lot easier. So. Yeah. That yeah and
1: that's for actually for what you said, Mike, it's a good thing for parents out there listening and stuff like that. Like these kids are doing a lot of stuff. And um, and when you come into like a club environment and everything like that, even though I'm not a part of that anymore, um, you know, you find out later that the kid had like an hour session with their private coach doing this, or they were at tennis practice or they mm-hmm. were that, and then they're at club practice and they just, put in three hours of hardcore training. So you, there's gotta be a form of transparency on both sides um, about what their young player is doing. Um, you know, it can't always just be go, 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 go. Yeah.
0: So. No, I mean, I mean, that's a good point It's how, how important rest is to this whole thing. So, so as we start wrapping up here, Jesse, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, can a week, a lot of times, can a weakness just be a simple matter of just overtraining?
2: Yeah. I mean, again, like, like we talked about, like the central nervous system is going to be huge and the demands, especially of like a schoolwork type of thing. Like, you know, I'm seeing cause I get to see it firsthand. It's like these girls are put so much yeah. effort into their homework and their studies. And I'm sure Sasuke, it's the same for you. It's like, they are very stressed all the time. And, you know, actually we have a, a wellness questionnaire that they fill out now so we can see their, how they feel if they're feeling stressed, fatigued. But, you know, again, if, you, if you're a high stress, if you're constantly at a high stress and, you're not sleeping well enough and sleep is going to be obviously the biggest and one most important thing by far. Um, yeah, over it, like a weakness can turn into an injury and that could be from result of overtraining.
1: So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and we like, I always say that as well, like these girls have a lot on their plate and it's not just clock in and clock out. Um, and that's all they have to do during the day. I mean, we're privileged playing pro and stuff like that, that that was my life and that's all I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I when I got home, I was able to watch Champions League, hmm. which Mike doesn't let me watch and and just chill on the couch. I didn't have like an exam or I didn't have a final right. or I didn't have this, that and the other. And so so we have to take that as coaches into consideration. But you have to allow yourself to be open for them to communicate with you as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I try to tell them school's overrated, but they don't listen to me.
1: So. <laughs> I'm sure I wish we love, love to hear that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, can we show one more action to Cat and then please. and then wrap it up? Is that cool? Sure. Yeah. Time? All right. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. So I'm gonna put pull, pull one more one more action from Cat right here. Ball comes in. So this is coming off the line. It's that fast approach, slow mm-hmm. arrival. You know that's always talked about. Boom! Immediate movement.
1: She should have gone get down. big. Woo! <laughs> I'm just and, <deceiving. laughs>
0: and just see save right here. So why, why don't you walk us through this, year Jesse?
2: Yeah. So. Uh, This is my favorite. And this is why I love goalkeeping because it's like, when you, when you talk about speed work and accelerate, it's all just acceleration, right? So there's, there's a difference between speed and acceleration, right? Acceleration. I always just look at 10, the 10 yards, 10, 15, 20 yards. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the majority of our movements, right? So she's about three yards off the line, that ball gets played in and, you know, she's coming out right on the 12. So you're looking at about nine yard sprint from a set position. So it's like, you know, again, how quickly can you get in a set position and get out of that set position Come, you know, take your Absolutely. whatever acceleration, those first couple steps. And and, that, and that's what's huge. And and this is the cool thing about goalkeeping, right? It's when we're talking acceleration, you know, we should really be looking at, you know, I was watching a lot of because obviously the NFL combine just happened. I'm watching a lot of these NFL coaches talk about speed work because so much of that 40 yard dash is how they get off the line in, in that first 10 to 20 yards. Right. So it's it's just it being able to pull from so many different sports. So it's cool. Right. So, it, you know, how quickly can you. Can you get off off your line in set position? Obviously, yep. you know, it's different with the NFL guys and how they're starting and how she's starting. But still, it's... it's exploded off this game. line,
0: though, man. Yeah. yeah. That.
2: Boom.
1: But that's huge. That's I've, I've always said, listen, you don't have to be the fastest person over 40 yards. You've got to be the fastest person on the first three steps. That explosiveness has to get yep. you there. And I used to work when I was at Rutgers and after, I used to work with the track coach, with the spring mm-hmm. coach, yep. to, for, my, for my starting, for that forward explosion and you find a lot of players to run like that, take a step backwards just to get those hitches. And the NFL players work with track coaches as well to get a explosiveness on yep. the line. And when I train my goalkeepers, I do stuff. I'm like first three steps, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. First three steps, boom, boom, boom. So I want you literally, if I lined everybody up on this field right now, the fastest person on the team field player wise over these, over this, whether it's 10 yards, you're, you're first. Because you have to be more explosive because you're going from a stagnant set position to an explosive movement and they're already moving.
2: Yeah, 100%. That's such a great
0: point. That's such a great point.
2: And and that's why I said I love it because, you know, we don't have to do the 120-yard sprints. You know, we can just laugh while the field players are doing the 120s and we're doing the the 10 and 20s. So it's, it's good from that sense.
1: Absolutely. So, oh, my God. We're just kindred spirits. Exactly. No, and
0: I'm just thinking, Jesse, I mean, like if, if if there's another video you can post on the union there <laughs> on, on starting and st- on starting and stop. And because that's starting, I think that's something I didn't even think about is how important that start is. That yeah, explosiveness be, I,
1: is so huge, Mike. It's so huge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and I trained one-
1: that into Lauren so much and stuff. And and I'm not like patting myself on the back, but when you saw some of her saves from last year with UCLA, like the way that she was able to explode and steal that space, and even if even if the field player beat her to the ball, then she was still able to, con- like, gather herself, get okay. set, and still move laterally to stay on her feet and and mm. deal with a deal with a through ball or breakaway. But it's really being able to to take that space quicker than anybody else can.
0: Yeah. Man, I'm I so love excited. that save
1: by the way. That that is like so a Saskia type of save. I, like that is I used to love it. I used to sit there just like, oh my god, take a long touch, please. Take a long touch because it's all mine. Yeah. This like, game I'm was just actually like-
2: the before I got there. So unfortunately, I didn't get to see this one in person. But uh because oh. yeah, the, yeah it was before is before I arrived.
0: Oh man. Oh well. But still oh, so, it's funny it's still when, great, when right. I
2: first when I first accepted the job, I was like, Do you have a film with the goalkeepers? And this was actually the game that they sent me. So I'm like all right, this is cool. Like, because she had a great game against in that game against Virginia, so I was like, oh wow, this is awesome.
1: Yeah, and I love if I taught. I was like, what was your mentality? Because I remember my mentality would always be like, you're still watching your goal. It could be a quick shot, a topa, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, i just biting my bit. Like, please take a long touch, please, right. please, please. Because right. I know that my explosiveness is gonna it's gonna get you get me to a 50-50 smother, or I'm gonna win the ball outright.
2: For
1: sure. I love, I love it.
0: The dogs exige- and the dogs agree. The dogs totally agree. But, totally agree. Agree. but, but yeah. little do they
1: know I was called El Gato? Maybe that's
0: why. <laughs> oh, my. Well, guys, I think I, I think that's a great place for us to, to wrap up uh, uh, today's episode. Uh, Jesse, if anybody wants to be following you, honestly, I guess on the Union is the, probably the best place now
2: yeah, for hell, them to yeah. be a, a follower. Go to you. the Union. Um, posting a lot there, obviously, Instagram. Um, goal lines on Instagram and Twitter. But, yeah, no, definitely go to the union because you'll at least be in one place for all the goalkeeping and you can see everything. And, again, like I said, it's just go to the union.
0: Yeah. And honestly, guys, we want you guys posting on there too. Engage yeah. there, post, comment, yeah. talk to everybody. A one-stop And, shot. Jesse,
1: your stuff on there is awesome. Like, I Thank know you. I'm always, Thank like, thumbs you. up yeah. and I'm like, Thank okay, I'm, I'm stealing that one for my workout <laughs> <Yeah>. even <laughs> at my age and stuff. But ec- it's excellent, excellent stuff on there. Thank you. I appreciate I- it.
0: I watched a lateral movement exercise today that you that you posted on there. I'm like, I'm going to do that in the gym today.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. it's awesome. And again, like the the good thing about plyos too, it's like you don't need to overdo them, right? You like, there's so many simple ways they can they can just be simple thrown in a couple reps each leg, or if you're doing both legs, right? It it doesn't have to be overdone because if you you can do them every day. So it's like if you do five reps every day, you're still slowly progressing and building. On that overload rather than maybe overloading one day and then having to rest because I, again jumping around it's a lot of stress on the body so my, my suggestion there if you're going to do them just do them every day and just lower the the load every day and so you can slowly build
1: and it also that also will promote a certain amount of like muscle fitness mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to loading so much and then having to take three days off from doing that if you For do sure. a little bit every day then it, you, it's that's what you know it's that muscle fitness that you're <laughs> You're teaching your body. So yep. you don't need to just be like, oh, it's an hour of miles. Right. You know, now hard. I can't walk for two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. Oh my gosh. The it is dogs.
1: absolute chaos. It's <laughs> crazy. It's the hammer,
2: there's Hold the on. house construction,
1: <laughs> there's the
0: dogs going on uh well guys obviously if uh if you want to reach out to jesse you can do it at goal line on it's actually at jay goldman jay Gold, on, the union, right? on, on the union yeah yeah, I think. yeah jay goldman on the union at goal line on instagram and twitter i believe it is and facebook mm-hmm. and all that all fun fun stuff, stuff. Yep. um and want to tell, <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> tell people a little bit about your podcast lack of
1: entertainment here sorry about that go
0: ahead why do tell people a little bit about your podcast yeah i mean it's,
2: yeah. it's not it's not as good as this one um because you have to listen to me all the time so it's obviously going to be worse but what I just try to do is I try to bring coaches and from different sports, different industries and business, a couple of different business leaders, like a sales leader, maybe a C-level executive. Cause again, coaching is, is not just in sports. It's of all things. So it's again, just, I try to just bring different people and talk to them about the, their different upbringings and how they, you know, build winning teams. It's, it's sponsored by set GK, as you see the gloves in the background. Um, but again, yeah, goal line podcast. I, I try to post episodes weekly, bi-weekly, something like that.
0: Cool. Awesome, guys. And obviously, if you have a guest suggestion or a topic suggestion, guys, contact it at Goalkeeper Podcast or contact it inside the 18 media.com with those. Uh, it's also at Goalkeeper Podcast on the Union, but you can also follow Suskia directly at Suskia underscore Weber on traditional socials or at Suskia Weber on the Union. You can follow me at Michael Magid on all traditionals or at Michael Magid on the Union. We make it very, very simple, guys. That's all the time on Inside the 18 and we are out. Later, guys.